It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Bonjour, bonsoir, good evening Angie Taylor. Hello Simon Marcel. Yes, that's us. You have entered The Rendezvous. Bonsoir. We talk love, we talk relationships and it's Wednesday Angie. Yes. And on Wednesday it is? It is Woman, Woman Crush, Crush Wednesday. Wednesday. Woman Crush Wednesday. Yes, it Woman is. Woman Crush Wednesday. Yes. It's a call-in show. So you can always call NGNI 855-905-8255. You can also reach out to us, Simon and Angie. Check past shows at simonandangie.com. All is available for you. So Angie, because it's Woman's Crush Wednesday, let's yes. take somebody who has an issue, a question about a crush. Cool? Cool. Right. That's coming up next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I am Simon Marcel. My accent is French. Angie Taylor, <laughs> bonjour. Hello. I do not have an accent, but I love your French accent. Well, thank you so much. It's a call-in show, The Rendezvous, 855-905-8255. Angie, let's go to Harry listening in Whittle, Illinois on 93.9 Light. Bonjour, Harry. Bonjour, Simon and Angie. Hi, Harry. It's Woman Crush Wednesday. Yes. So, what is going on with you? So, I have a Woman Crush Wednesday on a girl I've been seeing named Jessica. The problem is I uh, currently have a girlfriend named Ashley. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That's a problem, indeed. How did Jessica come into the picture, then? My girlfriend Ashley, she's bisexual and we're polyamorous. And Jessica, you, crush. you guys brought into the bedroom? Yeah, like we've, you know, had our fun. It's been going on for a few weeks now. Mm. And, you know, part of being polyamorous is this is okay. This is wonderful. Right. But I kind of just want to see Jessica. Ooh. And, I mean, Ashley and I, you know, we thought maybe being polyamorous, it would made things more exciting, right. made our relationship better, but I think it just kind of further exacerbated the problems and showed I liked other people more than her. Is, is this bringing a f- other people in didn't make me want to stay with her anymore. Is this the first time you guys have brought another woman into the equation? I mean, we did like once or twice, but they were kind of like one time things. That's so. see, Simon. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like, I I almost feel like you're safer in every situation if it's like a one off. It's somebody you you know you you don't have a close personal relationship with that. There's no risk of seeing them, you know, again. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yes. So, all right. So when you said you have a crush and you just want to uh, be with Jessica. That this is like very strong feeling in you. This is medium strong or weak. How strong is that crush? It's very strong. Like I've already thrown an "I love you" at her. Oh, oh wait a minute. The L word. Yeah. It, and that came out like during an ulala moment, or that came out like probably a, a not dry because moment. his girlfriend was there. <laughs> like, That's true. So when it, when did that happen? It came out. So my girlfriend, she was at work. And then, you know, mm. Jess and I, we were just hanging out. and You broke I the rules, man. Her. You can't be seeing on the side. It's supposed to be all three of you. <laughs> That's it. So- yeah, so I threw it at her. She threw it back at me. Oh. And I don't know how she feels. Like, I don't know if she also loves Ashley or if mm. she was just being nice. But I just hey. feel very strongly that I just want to be with her and her alone. Well, so in that case, I mean, here's the, what you have to be, is you have to be an honest man. Mm-hmm. So, because let's think about Ashley for a sec. You guys were open, so there was no betrayal because at the beginning, this person came with both your agreements. So that's how it started. Well, there was a betrayal because it's supposed to be a three 
person situation, not seeing each other on the side. True, but the beginning, how they got together and had Ulala together, all of this was an agreement of, of the three of them. Right. After that, you always take the risk that feelings can come up. Always. Once you introduce a third person, you take that risk and then the consequences of the risk. But I think you should be honest with yourself and with Ashley. So if you feel very strong and you feel you love now Jessica and she loves you back, then you have to break up with Ashley and you have to tell her. Or, because we don't want to leave Ashley blindsided or right. like continue this, this, this situation where she doesn't know what's going on. I have another side of that. Do, so, Ari, stay with us. We're going to come back to you right after this. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie. Hello. It's Woman Crush Wednesday today, Angie. We have uh, Ari on the line. Bonjour, Ari. Bonjour. Bonjour. Just a quick recap. So Ari has a girlfriend, Ashley. They're kind of polyamorous. And then they met Jessica. And then basically, Harry, you had caught feelings for Jessica mm-hmm. and even saw her on the side. And then you said, I love you. She said, I love you too, right? And you wonder what to do. I said, if that's how you feel and how she feels, be honest to Ashley. Don't, you know, blindside her or manipulate her. She has to know so she can also move on. Angie was going to say something interesting. What is it, Angie? I think, you know, obviously there was an agreement here. Like you said, Simon, in the beginning, like, hey, let's, you know, bring somebody else in. Sure, there's always a risk. I think in these situations, polyamorous, um, the communication is the number one thing. You always have to be communicating if somebody's catching feelings, if you feel uncomfortable, if whatever the situation is. I think that's rule number one when you take on those relationships. So I do agree with Simon that you need to tell your main girlfriend, like, listen, I'm catching feelings for Ashley or I caught feelings for Ashley. I don't know necessarily if that means a breakup. I mean, what if your girlfriend says, you know what? I have feelings for her, too. Would you be open to the idea of having a relationship with both? I mean, I'm happy to say that to her. But you you don't want to. So you just want to, like, cut off Ashley and start with Jessica. Because he doesn't love Ashley anymore. Yeah. Okay. Okay love her but it doesn't feel like romantic love anymore okay. you know we've been together for a long time i'll always care about her you need to be honest then a thousand percent yeah. just lay it all on the table yes just be honest and then good luck to you i mean really that's you know honesty always pays off right. always always she'll always. appreciate it she, she would even though it's going to be tough that's sure. the way to go okay all right thank you guys wish you luck be, be a good man do the right thing best of luck angie i want to talk to you about is it possible to love two people at the same time. Okay. And that's next on The Rendezvous. You are listening to The Rendezvous. Bonsoir. Good evening. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie. Hello, Simon. Uh, we're talking about can you love two people at the same time? We had this call with Harry. You know, he was in a situation, menage à trois, and then got feelings. And you said something, Angie, that I wonder. You said maybe... You could have a relationship with both. Both, and then everybody loves everybody. I don't think you can be in love with two people. You don't think so? No. I think you can love certain things about one person that the other person doesn't have and love things about that person. Vice, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say it's not possible. I don't know that it's possible for me, maybe other people, but I feel like there's a difference between being just in love mm-hmm. and being in lust. And, well, that's a great point. And, and loving. There, I think there's different kinds of love. You know, there's the love you have for your best friend. There's the love you have for your mom. There's the romantic love. And then there's a lust that is like a big turn on. And I think people confuse the love and the lust. That's a great a point. I know men can lust for many different uh, women at the same time. And so can I women. Women can lust for I, many I, men. We can lust for them. 
Have you ever lost? Yes. We have the same it, urges and feelings that you do. But I, it's funny because I thought that because the ulala comes from an emotion. It's uh, not just emotion. It's not just emotion. No, I mean that, women that can lust can lust and and have ulala like men without emotion attached. Interesting. And not everything is the romance novels and the movies. You know what I mean? Not everything is that way. Okay, so Angie, I want to ask you: Have you ever dated multiple people at the same time? And that's next on the rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Hello, bonjour. Bonsoir. Good evening. This is a very interesting conversation. Can you date multiple people at the same time? Angie, you say? Yes. You say yes. What Guys do it all the time. Guys, Because guys are visual, not so emotional. So we see wonderful, beautiful women. And then if you're not in a committed relationship... All you want to do is enjoy and have ulala all over the place. So do women. I mean, there's a lot of women I know um, that don't have time for a serious, just one-on-one relationship, like full-on relationship, and still want to go out and date and still have their ulala desires, but don't want to be tied down to one person. So do you think they do that because they have not enough time, because they really want to have multiple people and just fun, or because they're looking for the one through all of that? Probably all of the above. Have and you, women can date multiple people without becoming attached. When you said date, does that include ulala? Yes. Just, yes. Really? Uh-huh. I'm fascinated by this because... I've done it. You've done it. I did it. it when I was single. Yeah, I didn't have... And especially there was a time, you know, I was single for a few years when I was a single mom. And I just didn't have time. I didn't want to jump into a full-on relationship. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to hang out and, you know, have dinners and go on dates and have ulala <laughs> without all the serious attached. And, and you never felt after an evening on Ulala that there was something missing? So, no. No. You no, were, I felt content. fulfilled because that's all I needed at that time. I'm amazed that you said that because and maybe I'm too romantic, but I've always felt that since the initial of the Ulala, the spark is an emotional more than just a visual. I think for some people, yes. I think at certain times, yes. I think when it's the right person, yes. But... If you have this intention of keeping yourself, you know, at a distance emotionally, we are capable of it. It's, you know, harder for some than others, but there is a way to distance yourself emotionally and keep it very surface. And do you say to all the guys that you then are dating, I am dating multiple people, having multiple partners, or do you keep that quiet? Um, I think at times I have. And I think at times I've just not even, it's not even been brought up, you know, because you get the sense that the guy doesn't really want anything serious too. So don't ask, don't tell sometimes in that situation. I don't know how long that can last now. Like if you're doing that with, let's say I have three guys that I'm kind of seeing here and there. I don't know how long I can do that before A, I'm exhausted. B, (laughs) I catch feelings for someone. Or see, it's just too too much work. Do you think you could stay like that just because the ulala was so good? Just for that is a good reason to stay. For I've stayed with people just, just because the ulala was good, and I knew that I wasn't going to end up with them, and I knew that they were not right for me. But it was just uh, it was come on, the joie de vivre, the joy of life, right? The, we have the same the, desires and urges, but not the same goal. That's not, not true. Because I feel sometimes not every woman is out here looking for a ring. Not every woman is out okay. here looking for the the knight on the white horse. But what woman is not looking for the one? Not every woman is looking for the one. Some of them are looking for Mr. Tonight. So how about we put a survey on our website, Angie? When you have a with somebody, in the back of your mind, are you looking for the one 
or just to enjoy the night. Go vote on SimonAndAngie.com. We have a stack of emails, date or dump. I see Angie has them. So that's yes. what we're going to do, date or dump. That's next on The Rendezvous. Bonjour, bonsoir, bonjour Angie Taylor. Hello, bonjour. I am Simon Marcel. My accent is French and we're hosting The Rendezvous together with Angie. We have the date or dump stack in front of us. Mm-hmm. I picked one, Angie. I think you're going to like it. Okay. That's quite a dilemma. And by the way, if you want to send, just like Kelly did, just go to simonenergy.com and you send us uh, your date or dump, we will answer. Mm-hmm. Here's Kelly uh, listening on two songs, my 92.9. Bonjour, Simon and Angie. I had a date with a guy that I met online earlier tonight, and everything seemed to be going well until he told me that he had to leave because he has another date after hours and that he didn't want to be rude and flag on the girl. He, mm. s- he said he didn't know how our date was going to go, but he was really sorry that he had to leave because he had a great time with me. Mm. I like that he's honest and considerate, but why did he have to tell me about the other date? Hmm. He asked me to go out again this weekend. I don't know. Should I date or dump him? I don't know if the problem is that he told her that he had to go to this other date. I think the problem is that he went to the other date if it was going so well. But Yeah, I mean, that and why did he have to have two dates? Right. So we're going to answer Kelly, and that's next on The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie. Hello. We are talking date or dump. Yes. Something very serious. Kelly wrote us. She had a date with a guy. It went really well. But then he told her there was another date he had to go to. Right after her. Right after her, right? And then she's wondering, you know, why did he have to tell her that? And should she date or dump? And that's the dilemma. The date went really well, though. And he's asked her out again. He said he really likes her, but he just didn't want to hurt the other girl's feelings. Listen, if I'm on a date with somebody, a first date, and there's that magic spark there, and I'm really enjoying myself, there is no way I'm going to leave that date to go on a date with somebody I've never met, like maybe just in case. I'm putting all my focus. I don't care what happens to that other person. I, I mean, I would not like to stand them up, but I would at least like make an excuse to them and say I'm not coming or whatever and... That's it. You, you don't owe that other person anything. You are right on. All he had to do, Kelly, is to send a message, I can't make it, I'm sorry, and stay yeah, with you. That's it. So I know you thought he was going to be polite. That was the excuse, okay? The politeness that I can't not show up. That's not how it works. The truth is what Angie said. If he had the feelings you felt, if it was for him extraordinary, sorry to say, he would have stayed yeah. and just canceled the other date. Even if he felt like the date with you was going good, maybe he was thinking, oh, this date is good, but maybe the date with her will be better. better. And then he realized it wasn't, and now he's like, oh, you know what? I had so much fun. Let's go out again. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm a romantic, so it's hard for me to tell you dumb, but I feel that's the way to go. I feel you're going to be put on a like in a supermarket among other He's always going to be looking for the bigger, for better deal. Next better deal. Yeah. So Angie's the realist there, and, and I agree with Angie, so I said dump. Angie, dump. you say? Absolutely dump. Who leaves a date that's going great? Exactly. Nobody. Nobody. So that that's a great answer. Kelly, we're sorry if we tell you such a wake-up call, but that's that's the truth. Yeah. Thank you for emailing us at yes. simonandangie.com. Angie, I want to discuss with you the idea of the bigger... The, uh, I call it the BBD, the bigger, better deal. But exactly. The BBD. Because that's so much on online dating. Yes. It's a problem for everyone. Yes. And I'm online dating. So that's next on The Rendezvous. Stay with us. 
Welcome back to the rendez-vous. I am Simon Marcel. Bonjour Angie Taylor. Hello. Looking good tonight, Angie Taylor. You too. Thank you. Uh, it's a call-in show, so always 855-905-8255. Everything else, Simon and Angie, very easy. And if you ever missed this show or past shows, simonandangie.com. And don't forget, there's also a podcast called La Confession where the truth always comes out that I host. You don't want to miss that too, and that's on our Heart Radio app. Right before we went on break, Angie, you and I was discussing, we had this date or dumb question mm -hmm. where somebody went on a date, the date went great, and then the guy said, you know, it was great, but I have another date, so I don't want to be rude, left. And then she asked us, should I date him again? We said, no. 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 And then you said something, B, B, D. He was looking for the BBD. The reason he left that date that was supposedly going well is it's because he didn't know what this other girl was like, and maybe she was the bigger, better deal, the B BBD. BBD, bigger, better deal. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, Angie. So online dating, just like when I do it, you have a situation of you message, you talk to 20, 15, sometimes more, right, during the day. Just a quick message back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult, let's be honest, to discern the BBD or to say, you know, this one more than this one until you've met. And even when you've met, you meet so many people, it becomes like interviews. And But the philosophy of the BBD, the bigger, better deal, I think is now ingrained in our reflexes, Angie, in our brain, in our subconscious. It's the supermarket on dating, yeah. online dating, makes it like, like when you go grocery shopping, it's the same thing. Let me look at this apple. Is this apple better or this one better? You have dating ADD yes. because now you have a huge pool of people. So I don't know how you can go on a date with somebody that you meet online and know that you have 50 other people right here waiting just in case this date isn't going well. How do you really truly focus in on that one person sitting across the table from you and put all your energy there when in the back of your mind you're like, eh, I don't like the way she eats her carrots. Let me call this other girl. No big deal. So it's a bit like when you watch Netflix. On Netflix, there are so many series. I mean, it's like tons of great series. Yet we all love one. We finish by looking at one and then look at 10 episodes. I think the secret of avoiding the BBD, the bigger, better deal, when you're dating, is exactly the same way you select on Netflix. Go with your feelings, your heart, what you like the most, who See you like through. the most, and then stick to it. Stick to it get, and, and explore it and really devote your, your energy to it and get to know someone. Exactly, because it's we, there's no point of you start one, 10 minutes later, another one, that goes nowhere. Right. But it's a temptation, you know, oh, it's not so exciting after five minutes, you go on a date, you sit for coffee, you sit for a drink, 10 yeah. minutes later, it's not enlightening right away. Oh, doesn't matter. Because, Gotta go. Next yeah. channel. Like, there's so many shows and movies that we see where it starts slow and it's kind of like, oh, this is going to be boring. And all of a sudden, it's amazing and it's the best movie you ever saw. It's like, you're not even waiting for the good part. Angie, I know you you got married before the online dating really started. Yeah. Can you just remind me how it used to work before? <laughs> I don't even remember at this point because I feel like all we ever talk about is this scenario, but... You and my time before online dating, when, what would happen? You would go on a date. I go on a date. You'd have no 10 options waiting. No. And I see how that goes. I see the date through. I try to get to another person. I mean, if I don't like them, I'm not going out again. But I'm not also on my way to my car from that date, You scrolling through all my matches and seeing what else is out there. Like, then I just wait until I find somebody else that I want to go on a date with. Exactly. Did you ever feel... Back in the days, the BBD, bigger, better deal. Did you 
You remember feeling like that, talking about with your girlfriends, oh, there's somebody better. I, oh, sure. But that's after dating someone for a while and realizing, you know, I don't really see a future with this person. There, this isn't the one for me. I think everybody feels that way. If they're dating for any extended time, you get to that point where you're like, maybe the relationship's fizzling out. Maybe they do something that's like, you can't stand, whatever it is. You're like, this is not going to be the one. There's somebody better for me out there. Absolutely. And another thing that I've been noticing on my online dating experience or going on dates is that we have to get to know the person and no one knows anybody on just one date. You may feel attracted, you may feel infatuated, but to get to know the person takes more than 15, 20 minutes, even half an hour somewhere. And I have a great story for you where I'm glad I took my time. Mm. That story is next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie. Bonjour. We were just talking about you know, online dating, the pace, and then why I said I think no one knows somebody after just the first date. I have a story for you of why you should always take your time. Way back when, a friend of mine, it was back in Paris, I was on my way home. He said, come meet me at this cafe. Uh, there's a group of us. We're talking. It's a great discussion. Join us. So I went. It was like about nine o'clock at night. And one of the, the women there politically was saying something that got me so upset. Mm. And I rarely get upset. You mm-hmm. know me. I'm a, yeah, you're very even tempered. I got so mad mm-hmm. that I had to leave the dinner. Wow. Right. There was something I was so in disagreement with her. It was just, I was shocked. Was she attractive? Very. Okay. But. So you're I, thinking you probably would have when w- I, asked her for a date until she said that. Yeah, I mean, totally. And then she said something politically I'd so disagree with okay. and argue with me. You left. I felt, yeah. I said, I leave, I'm leaving. I'm having a bad evening. I left. The next day, she called me at my office to apologize and said, you know, she, she went overboard and she would love a chance for us to sit down and explain and get a chance to, uh, to get to know each other. So we did. But I was on my guard. So when I showed up at that date, mm-hmm. I'm a man of my values. So I showed up and I was ready for, another ready for a fight. political fight, yeah. whatever it was, <laughs> not thinking romantic at all. But she was so sweet. And then I understood that there was a chance there for us to agree to disagree, uh-huh. but not to break up the chemistry. So what happened? Did you date her? So we dated and we had an extraordinary summer in Paris. And then she lived in the States and left. But for three months, it was one of the most magic and poetic three months. And if she never reached out to me, as beautiful as she was, I would have never reached out to her first and never given the second chance. Some it can work. Get to know the person. Sometimes people screw up that initial meeting. I've done that so many times. <laughs> she was smart enough to call me and said, "Let's give me a chance to get." That's to good the- that she did because most people don't. So I, there you go. I'm guilty of that. I would have not. So anyway, that's that's just to illustrate my point. Sometimes awesome. it takes time. We must get to the phone line. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. We're getting to you call next on the rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie. Hello. The Rendezvous, it's a call-in show. To call us, 855-905-8255. We have Mika, Angie, listening in Green Valley, Arizona, on My929. Bonjour, Mika. Hi. Bonjour. Hi, guys. Hello. Bonjour. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What's going on? Okay, I'm in a little bit of a, um, like a sticky situation right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been dating my boyfriend for about a year now, and... A month after we started dating, I had the la-la, you know, with my ex-boyfriend. Oh. Yeah, that happened because um, me and my ex-boyfriend, we went on a break, and I didn't really know whether we were done, you know, we'd broken up, or whether, you know, he just needed some time to figure out his life. And so during that break, I met my current boyfriend, Mm -hmm. and and I really fell for him, and I, I was over my ex. I was over him. I was ready to start fresh, but... When my ex, you know, a month later, when he asked me to come over to his apartment, 
I really wanted closure, and I wanted to know whether we were officially broken up and what he thought about it. Sounds like you got some closure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I so, didn't expect that. What's going on now, that. then? So that happened with my ex. And last week, I was drunk. I went out with my boyfriend, and I told him that I had the la-la with my ex, and then I did the same with him on the same day. So two men in one day. Wait, it was bad enough that you told him that you slipped up with the ex early on in the relationship. Why'd you have to say you did it both in the same day? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I was drunk and I felt kind of proud of it at the time. Because uh, you oh. were just trying to like stick it to him when you were right, drunk. Right, exactly. Got you. Exactly. Okay, Mika. So what are we going to do? We're gonna, Angie and I are going to answer that dilemma next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie. Hello, Simon. It's a call-in show, 855-905-8255. We are talking with Mika, who has a little bit... A of little a, bit. ...a situation, right, Angie? Yeah, Mika, uh, in a relationship for a year, right, Mika? And you mm-hmm. and your boyfriend got into a little bit of a drunken fight the other night. And just yeah. to stick it to him, you let him know that a month into the relationship, you went and had a one-nighter with your ex. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only did you let him know that, you also let him know that it was on the same day that you'd also had ooh-la-la with him. So you let him know not only that you cheated early and that you hit both twice in one day. <laughs> that's, that's correct, right? And so clearly he's mad. Yeah, he's really mad. And he told me that if I would have told him that a month into the relationship, he wouldn't have continued with the relationship. Mm, you should have took that one to your grave, honestly. But yeah. so where does she where does she go from here, Simon? Like, how do you repair this? So, Mika, first of all, so we have to be honest. How much do you like that boyfriend you with? I mean, you hurt him tremendously. You know, I get it. You were drunk. But yet, Angie's right. You really double stick it to him. It was really like a double punch. Unnecessary. Unless you mad at him. Unless you wanted to well, hurt him. Well, she was him. mad. They were fighting. I mean, right, but I mean when you're fighting, you want to win that that's fight. A, that's an argument that kills. <laughs> that, I mean, yes. But you're not. I know I know what knockout. Mika has done. I've, I've, I've done the same. Um, stick my foot in my mouth. Just in the moment, you're so angry and you just want to hurt somebody. And you're not thinking about what's going to happen the next day when you're sober and you feel bad and high. Yeah. So now but, what? So now, so do you want to stay with him? Are you in your heart before we give you that advice? Is that what you want? Stay with him? Yeah, I want to stay with him. I really love him. I mean, he's he's everything to me. I can't believe I hurt him this way. Like, that's the last thing I wanted to do. But now he thinks that I'm going to, you know, if I did it before, there's a chance that I might do it again. Yeah. And I, so, I don't want him to feel that way. Well, so first of all, you have to apologize a million times. You have mm-hmm. to let him express his anger because if I, I put myself in his shoes, I'm exactly the way he felt. If I yeah. knew that at the beginning, yeah. I felt betrayed. So number one. Number two, you have to let him express his anger over and over and over. It's going to diminish with time. But realize you're going to take a lot of flack now for this story. Mm-hmm. That's the price you're going to have to pay to yeah. repair. And you say you don't want him to feel that way. Well, of course you don't. But now he does. And now the cat's out of the bag. Um, it, it's just going to take time and pr- it t- proof of trust. Once trust is broken, takes a long time. And a lot and, of work. And it takes consistency on your part of showing that you're trustworthy, showing that you're there, showing that you're sorry. You know, it's going to be a minute and you're going to have to eat a lot of crow for however long it takes. But if you're committed and you're in love with him and you do want to be with him, you got to eat it for a little bit. Absolutely. You've got to realize also that you try to destroy him. What happened was as a man... when Just for that no, moment. She me, didn't really, really want to destroy I, him. I, I don't agree. As a man, when a woman tells you she slept, again, in a relationship with an ex, 
the manhood, your your pride explode. That's how the man same, feels. The same thing happens to us women so when we hear that. you used a weapon of complete destruction against yeah. him in that fight. You've got to ask yourself, really, I get it, you were just a fight, but this is, this is a vicious, vicious move. Maybe there is something that he did that upset you. Maybe something that has nothing to do with him. I'm not going there. Just do self-reflection. Why have I wanted to destroy my relationship with him? Because honestly, that's what you tried. Now, forgiveness is the biggest proof of love. I've always said that and I believe that. So if he loves you, little by little, he'll forgive you. It's going to take time. It'll take time. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I'll, I'll do my best to just keep apologizing. I just didn't think it was that big of a deal since we've been together for a year and that well, happened only a month into our relationship. I, it, like, it, proven to him that I... You, you know, did know it was a big deal, though, because you used it on purpose to really make him yeah. angry and you knew that would be dropping the nuclear bomb because that's why you used it. Ah. So you knew. But now you have to pay the price and he might not ever forgive you and you have to be prepared for that. But at the same time, you have to really be consistent and show that he can trust you and show that you love him and and you, you have, have to do a little groveling here for a while. Repair. Yes. You destroy, you have to repair what you destroy, okay? That's right. Yeah, okay. In the name of love, okay? Yes. Okay. Don't fight yeah. dirty like that anymore, Mika. No, ask yourself why. <laughs> okay? Okay. Good luck. Good luck Bye. to you. Stay strong. All yes. Right. More on the rendezvous next. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Hello, Simon. Bonsoir. What a great show tonight. It was fun. Another fun show. I mean, and and um, it's it's if you haven't heard the show, simonenergy.com. Mm-hmm. And not just tonight's show, but all the shows are there uh, for you to binge on. Uh, we have also, I, I also have a podcast called La Confession, The Confession, where the truth always comes out. So mm. basically, it's always a topic about relationships that I want to explore deeper. And then we go uncensored. Unedited, it. it's it's very wild. It's, it's the wild side of the rendezvous, yes. la confession. Uh, social media, Simon and Angie. Tonight, by the way, if you haven't heard the whole show, we had a, a great moment where, because it's Women's Crush Wednesday, mm-hmm. and we had Harry, who has a tough situation. He was a little menage à trois and then caught, caught a crush for the third. The third. And then he was wondering what to do. We also had at one point a Mika who called us, who was in a very difficult situation. She said things to her actual boyfriend about an ex-boyfriend. You want to hear this. You can't take it back. Yeah, things that is very, very difficult. And then about online dating, we had a uh, a woman who went on a date, Kelly went on a date, and then uh, the date seemed to be going well. But guess what? He said after the date, I got to go. He left for another date. That's when my Simon said came in, Angie. Mm-hmm. That's when I said online dating should be like watching Netflix. Don't be afraid to binge on one person. One person. There's so many choices out here, so many options. E- exactly. And so so keep that in mind. I online dating, I know exactly all the options. Stick to one. Once you like one, stick to it. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to Angie and I. We will be back tomorrow. Have a good night. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.